James. We're here again for the Caring Support Podcast. And today oh. I'm with Joseph Jogsma, who's president and CEO of Caring Support. A cup of Joe. Hey. So, hey, James. How are you? I'm absolutely awesome. But he might have gathered that. Yeah. So here's the thing, Joe. We're going to ask you a few questions. As you know, the interview, any interview goes. And, uh, and what we'd like to do is st start off with talking a little bit about your background so people can uh, paint some context. Um, tell us a bit about yourself and your entrepreneurial journey, if you don't mind, please. Wow, where do I start, eh, James? Uh, I know you know a lot about me, which is fantastic. So you, you definitely know my journey. And uh, it starts, you know, the entrepreneur bug got into me about 28 years ago. It's kind of showing my age. Uh, but uh, I actually went to school for hotel restaurant management, to tell you the truth. So I was in the hospitality industry serving and bartending. Uh, and really going down that route um, from an education standpoint, and that was going to be my future. But uh, honestly, I got the sales bug and uh, someone had come into my bar, James, and basically said, hey, you would be great at sales. And I'm like, no way, not doing it. Forget it. I'm that I was that guy. Right. Just, right. you know, well, anyways, um, his name is Terry. He was in my uh, bar of every single day. He would have a couple Budweiser's and after he went out, uh, after he worked out at Good Life and uh, yeah, he just approached me to, you know, come out and try sales. So eventually I, uh, his $2,000 a week paychecks kind of enticed me to go that route and I decided to do that. So uh, I put my tail in between my legs um, and I started knocking on residential and commercial doors, selling a commodity uh, of electricity and natural gas and uh, telecommunications. So with that being said, it was nerve wracking, but I knew it was something that I needed to get, you know, out of my safety zone and, and, and kind of just go out and try that. Well, that ended up to be the best decision I've ever made in my life. Uh, I ended up becoming the number one sales agent out of 400 salespeople, and uh, it was amazing. Uh, with that, you get noticed when you do great things. Um, and you build you and go down that road I got noticed and somebody said hey how about you become a distributor and I'm like what's that how does that work you know and he goes well you're gonna have to build a business uh so you're gonna have to employ people you're gonna have to hire people you're gonna have to you know build the business and I'm like okay well do I have your support yes absolutely so I had that guidance that mentor that support of a person to help me through that real big uh, business adventure that I went on, my very first one. Um, and that was called ProBiz Solutions. I hired 137 independent sales agents. Uh, I had a staff of about eight people, uh, and I grew that to multi-million dollars uh, a year. Uh, big success. Well, things kind of changed there, James. Uh, the recession hit. There was no commodities, no nothing. Nobody wanted to pay anybody for a big period of time. And when you have independent contractors on your roster, uh, you, I unfortunately had to lay them all off. So I went from hero to zero, to tell you the truth. I, I was doing really great, uh, had really good revenue coming into my family home, and uh, all of a sudden it went to zero. So I took some time off. I really uh, got zoned into Google and uh, wanted to look for something that was reoccurring revenue. And my next business adventure uh, was going to be revolved around recurring revenue. So at that point, I ended up getting involved with a, 
uh, in the merchant services industry. I started my career with collective uh, point of sale. It was a very quick six months, got to know everything and all the ins and outs and uh, ended up meeting uh, soon, to, you know, soon to be my business partner, uh, Tariq Alansari with uh, Zoomeron Paystone. So I was the co-founder of, of uh, Zoomeron. We got uh, acquired and then rebought the company back, rebranded uh, Paystone and had huge success there. So I did take uh, the initiative to leave that and basically, you know, wanted to go out and develop some new things to create some new opportunities and that's where i'm kind of at today so about myself uh, i have a family of four wonderful children three girls one boy i have a granddaughter that's almost two uh, she's absolutely amazing i get the privileges of waking up and saying good morning to her every single morning um and uh yeah all my kids are older uh, one is in the funeral business. Um, a couple of the others are in other ende endeavors, but uh, yeah, that's really my family background. I love golf. I love vacationing with my family. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Cool. So it's funny because, you know, I, and I, as we know, I know this whole story and it's great. And there's a lot of times that, that when you've worked hard to build something, and then you were to go from the zero, from the hero to zero, as you said, and that's hard, really hard. But oh, yeah. really, the the lesson for everyone to to appreciate respect is how you came back from that, mm -hmm. and you know, and then built this next company. So you know, now coming back from that. So the question I've got for you is, how did you come up with this idea of caring support? Well. You know, with me being the executive VP and in charge of all of sales and recruiting that 137, you know, independent sales agents, which trust me, I interviewed thousands and thousands of people over the time. I knew that there was an issue with HR and recruitment. It's very much a black and white ad with a black and white resume. Uh, you had to literally call them, hunt them down, try to get them in, schedule them for every hour. They would ghost you. Uh, it was just a brutal experience in regards to really, you know, understanding who's on the other side of the fence that I want to meet, right, and, and bring into my business. Um, so I decided to look at the HR issues that are, are we're facing today and, you know, burnout, ghosting, uh, and a bunch of other things that are happening in HR makes it very, very difficult uh, to A, land that great employee that you can bring into your environment, but more importantly, retaining them long-term is, is becoming more and more difficult. So I, I wanted, I, I want to correct HR. I want to build beautiful profiles, professional profiles, uh, from the uh, candidate side, uh, attract healthcare organizations to utilize the platform and as well driving those post-secondary institutions uh, to come on board. So that's streamlining all three channels, which has not been done with allowing them to communicate and everything over the platform. Yeah, yeah that's great. And it's interesting is because you're looking at this predominantly from the employer side of things initially. And then before you know, you, you develop empathy for the other sides. So you think about the candidate and you're saying, okay, they have a lack of visibility. They have all these different th challenges. And and so, you know, what Caring Support and your thoughts on this was saying, hey, why don't we give everyone an opportunity here? And, that, and now that we're in a candidate market, it's more important than ever. And, you know, so with that in mind, bringing the schools on board as well uh, is great because it streamlines the whole process for everything 
from from you know start to finish. So I think it's great. I'm very lucky to be part of this too because I've been able to make it my own and 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 really it is me because it's connecting people and this is what I do. So mm -hmm. you know it's it, it's great anyway. Um, so after coming up with this idea, um, how did you manage to gather together a group of individuals to dedicate themselves to something to this to, to this level because you know, everybody was working full time uh, and yet were asked to work on this on the side if they were interested. So what what was the, what did you think was the thing? Was it your passion alone? <laughs> well, you know, obviously I, I, you know, had this vision in, 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 in building the next business. I didn't want to go down the traditional routes that I had already taken and holding equity and, and, and taking uh, a lot longer finding the right people for the business. And I really wanted to, what I have a huge passion for is building people. You know, I have a saying, if I build a millionaire, I automatically become a millionaire, right? And, you know, the more uh, people you can build, the more opportunities that you will receive as, as an employer, right? So, um, you know, really I interviewed quite a few people. I knew that, you know, uh, when you build a business, uh, eventually in your year two, year three, you're hoping that you have all the pieces of apply to get you through the next two to three years. Well, that was my initiative right away. I knew I needed an operations, a finance, uh, uh, a product owner, product uh, manager, the IT front end, back end. I needed marketing. I needed sales. So I individually interviewed a bunch of people and brought them on um, and, and made sure the whole pie was there to build the business. So these are all individuals that have tremendous strength in high profile jobs all across Canada and the U.S. And uh, they decided to partner with me, like own, you know, absolutely own equity, build this out during COVID, uh, after hours, during hours, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh it's tremendous to have the team that I, that we have, right, James? It's it's absolutely incredible. We all have great chemistry. Communication is 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 right there. Everyone gets along. Uh, really, we haven't had any issues. It's been fantastic. It's amazing how much time is saved when you don't have to worry about butting heads and and, and issues of personality conflicts and. And, and things of that nature, as crazy as that may sound, that is absolutely happening everywhere on a regular basis. Um, so, you know, now with something this sounds all rosy and great, but obviously there were some challenges. And so yeah. tell, us, tell us a little bit about these challenges that you faced at first or even right up till now. Yeah, I think, you know, the we haven't really had a lot of challenges. Everything has actually gone really, really well. You know, we did have some IT issues and uh, we resolved those fairly quick uh, and knew we needed to bring in some other powers to be to, to help us through some of the IT, you know, issues we, we were having. But overall, I think, you know, everyone stayed in their lane. They know what they own in regards to, you know, uh, what their daily activity and responsibilities within the company are. Uh, and, and like you said, James, everyone stays in their lane. Everyone supports everybody on the team because you have to, right? Yeah. Since everyone is, is, you know, invested and time is money. Everyone's put in their time. They've invested that time, in, you know, to create an opportunity. These, you know, a lot of people with, you know, the eight of us, the nine of us, sorry, this is, 
a lot of our retirement plan, right? You know, building a fantastic businesses, leaving it, you know, uh, down to other generations to take care of and 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 build even further. Uh, it's exciting, but yeah, I, we really didn't run into uh, a lot of issues, and we still haven't. I think, you know, one thing that you know where we're at in the business today is funding. We're raising funds. We're a pre-seed uh, fundraise right now, trying to get you know some of the you know the stakeholders on our payroll working in this business full time. A lot of them are working part time at this, and we really need focus at this stage. So. Uh, some of the struggles that we face and you're well aware of is just raising funds. Um, it's kind of new to me. It's uh, nerve wracking. It's intimidating. It's, uh, but I'm getting the hang of it and I'm actually enjoying it. So, you know, I look forward to, you know, to uh, bringing opportunities forward with, for care and support. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because, you know, when you paint a picture and say, here is this X amount of people. It's actually bigger than that. And and they don't, and for the sake of the audience here, uh, I'm going to tell them that we have other people uh, in our marketing that may not be a partner in the company, but still integral to our success, who have absolutely, been absolutely incredible, uh, beautiful people, just really dedicated, committed, and purpose-driven, right? And then also we have a, a, uh, four people in our advisory board. And having the mentorship of them, but with their experience in healthcare, uh, marketing, uh, the schools as well, uh, it, it's phenomenal. And you know, you, you say to yourself, in this short a period of time, we're going to say short, relatively, um, even though it has been a lot of work, there's been a tremendous amount accomplished in a very short period of time, um, which is amazing. And you know, we we need someone who leads by example, and that's what you do. And I, and I love that about you. It's a, a tremendously great quality. Thank you, James. Yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah, of yeah. course. So so let me ask you this. What's been the, the all the lessons you learned, all the the, the business, the leadership, the, the various lessons you've learned, has there been any others that you've maybe learned in the process of doing care and support? Yeah, I'm I, I, I'm dealing with eight very strong personalities as partners uh, within caring support. So you know, really listening and, and understanding what their vision may be is really critically important. It's it, it's not my show. It's it's our show. It's our client show. Uh, at the end of the day, so you know, as we talk a lot, James, it's about listening to our customers, listening. Uh, you know doing round tables, really, you know, narrowing it down to what needs to be fixed, what needs to be introduced, you know, um, all those kind of things. So I, I've learned to listen a lot, lot more. Instead of talking, 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 really just listen, listen, listen. And uh, uh, that's something I'm grateful for. Um, and to just honestly deal with the types of people that we do have on our team, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, I know in a recent podcast, I mentioned uh, that we have a tendency to listen to reply rather than listen to understand. And it's really important that we do do that, right? But you know mm -hmm. what's great too is we, you know, we've been doing the focus groups on candidates. We've been talking to our clients regular basis. We've been, you know, meeting with schools, healthcare influencers. It's endless. And and the reason why is because we want to make sure that we're going to provide the best possible experience 
for everybody on this platform, whether they're Absolutely. the candidate, the healthcare organization, or a school, uh, and yeah. uh, even immigrant settlement agencies, because that's also huge. And you know what this becomes, and this is brilliant, is that it's about bringing everybody in on one place. So you're not working in silos and you're not disjointed. You're all together. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, that's 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 a beautiful thing. So um the uh any other words that you want to add, Joe, uh from your point of view as to you know, yeah. anything related to what we're talking about or something else. Yeah, you know why? Um business is tricky. It, it, it's 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 not easy, it's tough, it's you know, hours and hours and hours of alone time and thinking and strategizing and really, you know, trying to figure it out. It's not easy, but it's so rewarding. It's incredibly rewarding being an entrepreneur uh, and building your own business and trying to get to where you need to be. So I, I, I think I want to leave it to any other entrepreneur out there is, is in, in, in you you think you weren't to be in sales, but people have told you you should be in sales. You should probably try to be in sales because you never know where you can go from it. A lot of people in sales want to be business owners. Um, and, you know, we need to figure out how to allow them to become business owners and, and, and really understand what their vision and what their wants are. Um, and I'm excited. So take risks. Take that risk, you know what I mean? Whether it's a one-year, two-year kind of a risk and you're going to see where it goes, just do it. You'll never, ever know if you don't do it. And once again, it can be rewarding. And surround yourself with great, great people, right? Network. Go out there. And if you're not a good networker, listen to James's video on networking. You will become a good networker. So, uh, yeah, just take risk and uh, enjoy the people around you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's interesting because I always said that everybody's in sales and they just don't know it. And uh, you know, very often when it becomes to business, they get all uptight and worried and everything. In the meantime, if they love the sport or they love something else in life, they will talk about it to the degree where you're like, oh my God, I want to do that. I want to do that with you. I want to, you know, whatever it would be. So they're selling it to you. Yeah. Right? It's no different. Um, but, you know, the truth is, uh, this has been great. I love our conversations all the time, but this was more about beneficial to uh, our network because I think it's really important that they that we humanize who we are, that we're not just a platform. When people work with us, they're also working with us, us as people, not just the tool that is the platform, which is phenomenal, but mm -hmm. it's because it was built with love. It was built with people who said, Oh my God, we're really listening to you and we want to do what is needed. Um, yeah. So thank you so much, Joel. And next week we'll have yeah. part of this podcast up with Joel, uh, where he's going to tell us more about his Rockstar ways. Awesome. Love it. One last shout out to my wife. If it wasn't for my wife, I don't know where I would be. And uh, I want to thank her very, very much for putting up with me. As you know, that's a big task, James. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, James. Thank you. See you.